Hi, it's Taylor. Quickly jumping in before the episode starts to let you know that we've changed our name and are now Sisters Assemble. You can find our updated social handles in the show notes. Enjoy the show! Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Let's Talk Marvel Fan Theories podcast. There was another episode of Loki this week, so you know what that means. Time for some discussion. And once again, I'm going to preface this with, if you haven't watched the episode, don't listen to this podcast right now. Go watch it, come back, and then listen to what we have to say. Because we will be breaking down episode two of Loki. So... To get right into it, I'm going to skip everything that happened at the beginning. I think we all want to talk about it. The end reveal of the variant Loki that isn't our variant Loki. (laughs) The bad variant Loki. Yeah. Air quotes. Yeah. Okay. I mean, (laughs) I knew it was coming. I did know the theories about Lady Loki appearing, if that is who she is fully to be. So I did, I did know that that was going to happen. I'm a little surprised we got it in the second episode. I'm a little surprised that we're essentially opening the multiverse in the second episode. Um, unless Loki's gonna close it just for it to open again. I don't know. I, there was, I just feel like, like, I was, I was pretty surprised that we got these reveals so early. Yeah, I mean, that, that shot of the TVA going into crisis mode, that felt like an episode five cliffhanger leading you into a finale moment and I was so surprised and that also happened in the really, second episode yeah, I was also really pleased that they decided to shake it up on us and do it early and well, really get us on our toes yeah. really early on well, and that's why I wonder though does that mean now we're gonna watch Loki trying to obviously stop bad Loki but close all of these new I, variants nexus points I don't know they're all getting intertwined in my brain Um, But I do wonder if we're going to start to see that. But, and now correct me if I'm wrong, in the first episode they say, if even one of them hits the red line, things kind of go kapoof. So I think that's really what she's relying on. She knows they're going to stop a lot of them, and they are. But if only one of them hits it, that's, that's when the multiverse really opens. I just had a thought. Has it been established whether this happens before or after WandaVision? Well... My only thing is, obviously this is 2012 Loki we saw right out of 2012. The main difference is, Mobius said time moves differently here. So we might have already watched like two years worth of things, and we don't know it. So to be fair, I don't know where this fits into our actual timeline. Yeah, because I'm just thinking, you know, this could be, you know, they're talking about Nexus, and obviously Wanda's Hex was considered a Nexus, right? based on what we saw in the show, or at least the the, na- the name of a nexus was mentioned. So, obviously not a coincidence. I guess I'm just wondering, maybe Wanda didn't open the multiverse? Because maybe Lady Loki already opened it. Well, which would make sense if... Well, wait, okay, let's let's start here. I had brought this up to you the other day about it already being open, and you and I know you like kind of disputed it for the reason you disputed it for, but I'm gonna bring it up. I had said about what if it's already open because we saw J. Jonah Jameson at the end of Spider-Man, and you said, well, that's just this universe's J.J., or this timeline's J. Jonah Jameson. Well, that's true. But what if there is uh, an intertwining there, is what I'm wondering. And because if she did already open it, there are a lot of different... You know what I mean? I guess. I, I still <laughs> think J. Jonah Jameson's a good example. 
Well, but because I'm thinking it's already that, been right. rumored that he's going to play both that actor whose name is currently escaping me is going to play both versions in the upcoming Spider-Man movie. Right, but I just am wondering, I don't know, that was just kind of what I thought, that was the starting point, whether it was the correct starting point, it was what started that thought process of, what if the multiverse has already been starting? But then you have to think, if we're before WandaVision, how far before? That was right after Endgame. Where does that fit into things? That's why well, you have to think too. If time moves differently, what if it's only been like ten minutes, right? So like they, what if the, what if the Avengers are still fighting Thanos? But also think this: when he's on trial, when Loki's on trial, she even said because he said about, oh, you don't think I wouldn't recognize two Tony Starks? Like I could smell them. So he knew they were time traveling, and she said, no, they're supposed to do that. So are we like, where are we exactly? Well, that doesn't necessarily pinpoint a time, because if you think about it, everything's always happening. Well, right, but I guess it's like, we need to pinpoint the time of this show in our timeline, though. We need to understand that. Yeah. And the issue is, is that doesn't, that puts us literally anywhere after Avengers, the original Avengers. So it's kind of on parallel paths, almost. Yeah, which is funny, considering we're talking about timelines and multiverses and having one main timeline. So I guess it's hard to say what the effects of this show is going to be when we don't know where it is. Yeah. Which is probably the big point. If we're revealed Lady Loki and the whole, like, poop's about to hit the fan kind of thing in episode two... It's going to get a lot bigger. Well, and I'm assuming then the wrap-up of five into six, or, or because they've been having, like, happy little go-happy, like, endings. Um, so if they follow that trend and they have a nice little wrap-up episode, I'm going to say five into six more, or, like, the beginning half of six. I'm assuming that's going to be probably more of a reveal of where we are and where this is affecting us. Because we're not going to know that until then. I'm, I, I, that's their big secret right now, is we don't know where Loki is going to come out. Essentially, he's, like, in a hidden little, like, behind-the-curtain thing. We have no idea when he's going to pop out in our actual timeline. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> to get on to about Lady Loki. So, yeah, that happened. I am intrigued. I mean, like I said, I heard rumor it was going to happen. I just, I don't know how, obviously I understand she's shape-shifting, or that he can shape-shift and everything, so I definitely understand that, um, but I don't, I think it's hard because there's a lot of different comics and there's a lot of different stories that can go along with Lady Loki, so I think that's hard too because there's a whole thing about Asgard being reborn there's like a whole story about that yeah I just think I don't know I think there's definitely gonna be a lot I'm interested to see how Loki's mannerisms translate into Lady Loki like I think she's doing a really good job of keeping that kind of cocky I'm better than you I you know I'm above you that we very much saw in Loki and Avengers so I really enjoyed kind of her interpretation of, like, those character traits. Well, I'm really intrigued because of where she comes in from, mainly because where does she come in from? <laughs> you know, like, she is she from a different timeline? I mean, where does this happen? She's a variant. Like, all those other variants they showed at the beginning of the episode. Well, right. I just, I don't know. I'm just kind of really perplexed by her and how it all came about. I'm intrigued. I also think Loki's going to eventually wrap around to be more so of a hero, since that's the point. He's kind of like a anti... What is it? Anti-hero? Yeah, that's what I thought. I was like, he's like Deadpool. He <laughs> isn't, like, 
the best person out there, but he does he's going to do what is right at the end of the day, especially for himself. But in his own show, you know he's going to. So I do I do think that with him following her in there, I'm kind of upset because I hope this doesn't mean that we don't see a lot more Mobius or a lot less Mobius. Because I love he, them together. I like their banter, and I think, and I'm a little concerned. I also think he kind of just got himself in a lot of trouble because it looks like he. <laughs> did some uh, questionable things. So I definitely think that uh, doesn't look great for him. But I don't know. It, it was That was probably the biggest thing that happened in this episode that really left me kind of like, what? Like, what is going on? But I don't know. I think, so I know you pointed out earlier that she's blonde, but I'd like to point something else out. Thor is the only blonde child of Odin. I think it's interesting that they chose to make this variant of Loki blonde more in keeping with the Odinson family. Well, I have two things to say to that. First off, Hela, who is her mother? It's not... It can't be Frigga. No. So that's to say maybe this Loki is a form of actually the more of the Odinsons. Yeah. Or would it be? That's a little confused. Odin. Odin daughter? Yeah, I guess. Loki um, Odin daughter? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> the other thing which is going to take us and catapult us in a different direction, which is why I brought up the whole blonde. Well, okay. I'm not a fan of the blonde because I was expecting her to come out with the dark hair. Whatever. Besides the point. The other reason is... In the trailer, we see someone with their short cut red hair in a black suit, which, not saying she can't change her clothing, but that's so far not what this Lady Loki looks like. Unless, unless, unless she is a shapeshifter, just like Loki, she can change how she looks, she can make her hair red if she really wanted to. However, I will just say, for them to look like they're on Vormir is a little questionable to me. Well, I mean, yeah, knowing that Loki can go to any point in time. Like, couldn't he literally go to that point in time and give Natasha the soul stone that was in the drawer and instead of her dying? Well, yeah, but he doesn't have the stones on him right now. Although, I, I mean, it just could be in the future episode. True. But they use them as paperweights. It's not like they're exactly locked up. Well, but right now you have to think he is wherever Lady Loki went. He's not even so far going to go back to the TVA. Right. I'm just saying. So I think it's also interesting, though, now that I think about it, she left the doorway open for him. She wants him to follow her. She's quite, I think it's funny because she's quite literally doing everything Loki sat there and warned the TVA that was a whole trap and everything. And she's doing it to him. And it's working. <laughs> yeah. I think that's so, like, even the stalling, she did that. Then the whole, like, even just leading him on to the... To, she wants him to follow Literally her. using that TVA agent as bait. I mean, yeah, they were going to go after her anyway, but I think there was, like, an ex, probably an extra level of urgency knowing that they're one of their own was, whoa, we missed something important. Um, that TVA agent 20 or whatever her name was, I think it was 20. The one she had had originally. Yeah. That she captured at the beginning of the episode. She gave her the location of the timekeeper, so it looks like Loki might get his wish of having an audience. My question is, I wonder what the trauma of this Loki is. <laughs> because I think no matter what version of Loki you have, I don't think you can have the god of mischief with no sort of trauma and issue in his life that made him the way he is. He can be a god of mischief without having issues. I mean, Hela was the goddess of death, and... She really liked to kill people. Yeah, but that was, like, and she had trauma, right? Like, 
Odin cast her aside when he didn't need her anymore. And that was his freaking daughter. Like, I get that. Okay. I don't know. What story does she want the timekeepers to write for her in the future? Because that's the whole point. It's not about killing them. There's no reason to. No, it's not about taking over the TVA. I mean, if you think about it, I'm going to pull... Katie, I know you're going to love this. I'm going to pull from another um, Disney property, Once Upon a Time. <laughs> and in the later seasons, the whole thing becomes, you know, they... I don't... For those of you not familiar with the show, um, there's a storybook, and all of the characters' pasts are in the storybook. But in later seasons, they try to find the author of the book in order to write certain characters their happy ending because, you know, they were a past villain and they were formed, whatever. Slight, slight spoiler, but not really, but a little bit. I didn't give names. <laughs> um, so, um, but anyway, you know, you could kind of take that same premise and use it with the TVA if they're they still, quote-unquote, working out and untangling, you know, the the timelines, well, who's to say that she can't make it, that her timeline is the sacred timeline and her she gets the future that she wants. Well, I think Loki was thinking too small picture on this one, like not big enough picture about what he could actually do with an on if he had power over the the true. the timekeepers. Well what and that's why I think it's interesting. So she's a variant, right? And but I think what's interesting is the whole point is that the sacred timeline is the main thing anything that skews off of it becomes a variant if it hits too far it becomes a multiverse that's where the new timeline kind of starts or like you know what i'm trying to say yeah so my thought is where did she come from though because you said she's a variant but she she couldn't have been a variant from our time could she because our sacred timelines loki is this loki yeah, but they showed all those Lokis, and some of them were, like, beastly. But they belonged to different... They were variants. Were they? He, they said that Loki is one of the most common variants they've had to deal with. They just... So... Well, don't forget, Loki is considered gender fluid on well, the... Well, right, but would he... But in order for him to be a variant, wouldn't he, main Loki, have had to create these variants himself? Yeah, he would have to step off. So the how timeline. did he not know that these were being made? You because know, he this because this current Loki, like twenty twelve Avengers Loki, they reset all those other variants, right? Oh, so he wouldn't have had any recognition. So as far as he's concerned, he's still going, 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 going. Right. Until... He didn't know that he had messed up all these other times around. Right. So, but what about with this one that kept getting away? So he created this variant somehow. And yeah, but you have she... to think there's still you can reset it without the the variant going so, away. Okay, they so reset he doesn't him. remember that he did this. Right. So they reset him. So twenty twelve okay. Loki is still sitting in the jail at Asgard right now. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So it like resets everything around them, but they zap zap bye bye the variant itself. Okay. This is so confusing. This is, like, getting, and especially now trying to figure out, like, they keep using Nexus, and then I'm like, what does this do with the multiverse? And then I'm like, are these, what? <laughs> like, I guess if my... But I understood it better last episode. My thought is, like, okay, like, the, a Nexus point's like a point that connects two, right? Right. So if you consider the Nexus to be the point where one variant comes off the sacred timeline, if they reach red... It's a nexus. That nexus point then becomes the connector between multiverse one 
like original sacred timeline which is why we thought in wandavision because she created a nexus which is why we thought quicksilver came from because she opened a gateway between her our timeline and a possible other timeline so what if something did come out i this doesn't necessarily say this has to do with loki directly but what if something did come out of there like what would it be well, anything that we might not even know yet, but the thought being, like, something could have still come out of her nexus point. She created I don't think a, it reached multiverse level, though. Well, but she might have only had to have reached one other. She might have started it. But think about when she grew it. She grew an entire... She made it so much bigger. It's a massive gateway. But, but that actual physical location is not a gateway it's the coming off of the timeline and what she was supposed to do that is the gateway right but she was also off of her timeline we don't know that how do we know that what she did wasn't because i will say i don't think the tva would now they seem to pick and choose their battles which is one of my personal issues i'm already starting to realize with the tva is they seem to be all like to the books to the books to the books until it's everything that happened with the freaking MCU up until this point because now it's like whatever. I'm not I'm not going to bring up everything we brought we already brought to the table last week. But, you know, I would like to think that they wouldn't have had Wanda going off the rails. But if you think about it, like why But she's a threat. Think about too how powerful had she not done that? She would never have opened up all her power. The Scarlet Witch is not even, you can't even question, the most powerful sorceress. I'm not Sorcerer, saying she's not. everything. But the issue is... But they can't just remove powerful people. They didn't just remove Thanos. They didn't just remove the Sorcerer Supreme. So, or like Captain Marvel, who probably not the same amount of power, but also very... These things are supposed to happen, so maybe she was supposed to step into the embodiment of this the Scarlet Witch this entire time and fully embrace her powers. Maybe that's what's supposed to happen, so that's why just because she created a little town and, and really fricked with some people in New Jersey, you know, they also stood by while half the universe got murdered, so it's not like they have a moral compass in that sense. If it was meant to be happening, then it's kosher with them you know it's fine yeah i guess it's hard because it's like we have to assume everything that's happened was meant to happen but some of it doesn't and i think i brought this up last week some of it doesn't quite make sense when we look at like gamora and even i know we've been pointing out issues now continuously with steve's ending by the books not even like if you have issues with it (laughs) like not even if you look at it and you personally have issues like there are just holes in that and when they tried to explain it it just got worse so i think it's just hard because it's like okay you want us to get the sacred timeline and be like this is what it is and anything past this shouldn't have happened but when you look at oh the avengers were supposed to go and back like go back in time they were supposed to do everything they did but yet like with the example of gamora and steve shouldn't what they did at the end then mess things up you know what i mean not to bring that back up but i'm still on the boat that steve going back in time they were okay with that gamora though confuses me yeah i mean i know if you check out the blog i also had brought up the issue with steve going back in time only because there's also the whole 
you know, he has kids somewhere that hasn't been touched on at all because yeah, Peggy had children. Yeah. So are they just going to completely ignore the fact that Captain America technically has kids running around? That if he's in his, like, 70s or 80s, are full-grown adults, he might have grandkids. Super, superpowers. Well, to some degree. It's a watered-down gene at that point. But they're probably... It's probably, like, he's up here. Well, you can't really see me. He's, like, I want to... For those of you who can't see, her hand was high in the air and then was being lowered to make the second part of the point. I forgot. You can see me. No one else can. Um, sorry about that, everyone. Um, but they're, like, halfway there. So I, I would assume they're, they're, like, superhuman strong and could probably move quicker, but they're not up to Steve's par. Um, they're also no Uncle Bucky, but, you know, whatever. They probably don't even know Uncle Bucky because what I... <laughs> he was too busy assassinating people. When and they being were brainwashed and tortured, but we don't talk about it. Um, so I know I brought that up in the blog post, too, which also kind of makes it, like, what is happening? Because if that was a thing, no one's touching on it. Anyway, to go back to this, this episode, I felt, was, like, an episode five. Yeah. The stakes even, were high. Even the lead-up, I... I'm intrigued by the show, I'm interested, but I will say I'm used to, especially from Marvel, a lot more action-packed, um, a lot more... It's very cerebral, this show. Yeah. You're, you need to be sitting there thinking, you need to be keeping up with what they're saying. We had to honestly rewind it a couple times just to understand them talking about the technology, to understand what they're saying about timelines and stuff, because it's just, they're throwing a lot of information at you. It's not so much that you could sit there and be like, Okay, like even WandaVision, I think WandaVision was a good mix. I think if we kind of put them on a spectrum, you have the Falcon and Winter Soldier, very action-y, very... Straightforward. Yeah, what we're used to, which makes sense for what it was, um, and the superheroes we see in it. And we had WandaVision, which was, you know, right down that middle, it had you thinking, it had you like, what the heck is going on? But we had that superhero really in there. And we still saw a lot happening in the episodes. And I think maybe it's because they were shorter, too. You didn't quite feel that, like, long part of it. Um, but I definitely think for Loki, you got to think a lot for it. And even I, I would say about the first 30 minutes of this episode, it was a lot of you're getting information thrown at you, you're thinking a lot, you're trying to figure out what the heck is going on. So I, I'm definitely excited because I think this will be the pickup area. Mm -hmm. I think this is where we're going to see it start to really um, move along quicker. Yeah, I think we're done now with exposition, and I think yeah. we're moving into a little more action. And I also like the idea that, you know, I don't I don't know where Lady Loki's going, but I would be intrigued to kind of continue down this path of um, visiting apocalypses. I think that's an interesting... That was interesting. Um, well, we do premise. go back to Asgard at some point. You see that in trailers. Yeah. So, so I'd be really, I'd love to go back there. I think that's, you know, that's something that, you know, Ragnarok was amazing. I love the movie. Oh but I'm gosh. definitely going to miss the actual physical location of Asgard as a place in yeah. the MCU. Um, so even if we only get to go briefly, you know, just in like a time traveling, time well, hopping we don't, moment. We have no clue what Thor Love and Thunder is going to bring us. You it's know. not going to bring us Asgard. But it could bring you know, us a new broken. a new home because they're not going to stay on Earth. They can't. So I would think that they're going to find a new home of some sort. I mean, we have Valkyrie as the queen. 
And, you forgot about that. Yeah, and Thor is going to return now, bulk again. <laughs> um, I have my issues with Fat Thor for many reasons as well, <laughs> but um, I don't know. I I do think we'll see. Uh, but we okay. We'll see Asgard again, not in the way we know it, but we'll see it in Loki at least the way we know it. But I'm I, I'm just all around intrigued about. I would assume she's going to the Timekeepers. Shoot, that was the whole point of telling us she got the location. You know? Well, maybe she's playing a longer game. Well, and maybe that's why she'd end up on Asgard. Because maybe that uh, version of Loki doesn't have a connection to Asgard the way that one does. Like, ours does. Entirely possible. So, I mean... And I mean, even just look at... He's reading that file. He was gonna cry. And I know he played it off when Moby... Oh, who cares about that? Whatever. We love you, but Loki. But that's his home. But that was his home. Those that were was his front. people. And as of right now, Loki does not know that Thor is alive. He doesn't. He's, he, at this point, I mean, when he saw his life file in, the last thing he saw was his brother over him before the ship blew up. And now he knows that Ragnarok blew up. Yeah. Uh, or Ragnarok happened and Asgard blew up. And he doesn't necessarily know in what order. Exactly. So regardless, he's like, here are two catastrophic events... And it's um, entirely possible my brother made it out of neither. Yeah, exactly. So I think that was a lot for him to have to. Especially knowing that they had, seeing that they had come to be brothers again and had created closure. Well, now he at that point, final. he knew he lost both his parents. He knew all he had left was Thor. Mm-hmm. So I, I thought that was interesting. I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if she goes to Asgard. That can get into our Loki's head. But at some point, he goes to the future. Because we see a very apocalyptic version of New York. So that's to come. Mm-hmm. And I'm super intrigued. What's a, what would be something that... A, a big destruction that would have happened had it not been stopped by the Avengers? The invasion of New York. Okay, facts. But that was Loki. <laughs> so let's take Loki out of that one. Let's ignore the, what happened. I'm just trying to think about the 14 times that New York has been um, destroyed. No, no, but it doesn't even have to have happened in New York. It would have been so, like... Thanos? No. I said it before. I'm just waiting for you to get to it. Because I would love if it happened. Oh, all, I thought you meant today. You were no. taking me all the way back to last week? When Ultron? No, yeah, but I'm saying. I mean, that would be... I just, I want to... Listen, I didn't get him in WandaVision when we could have had him. Don't even talk to me. Why he didn't come out with James Spader's voice, I will never understand. But I would very deeply enjoy if that's a version that he sees if Lady Loki succeeds in whatever her mission is. I mean, I'm sure she wants to just wreak havoc. Well, if she creates a multiverse, maybe he has to go through and, you know close up the different timelines, whatever, that's the wrong terminology. Um, <laughs> but maybe there is a timeline where Ultron won. Well, maybe, I would assume there has to be. I mean... Maybe Vision chose not to kill. I stood by this theory when WandaVision came out that we never saw Ultron die, technically. We just see a blast of light. So, and a lot of people pointed that out. They were like, just to be fair, we never actually saw the guy die. Not to mention... As much as they tried so hard to not get any of his bots to get off, like, to leave, he had a lot of bots. (laughs) 
Um, and they were also trying to save lives and not drop an entire city on the earth. And busy and, getting shot. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was not ready for that one. But I, I just can't not when it comes to that movie. But he is craven now. I know. Which I guess makes sense in the movie. They said he's going to fight the three Spider-Men. Yeah. Uh, for those of you who are unsure about who he is, we're talking about Aaron Taylor Johnson, who has previously portrayed Pietro Maximoff, the original, not the Evan Peters the fake version, in Age of Ultron. Yeah. The OG for the MCU, for those who are also big fans of watching the X-Men. <laughs> I don't want to yeah. negate him being the OG in that one, uh, or Evan Peters, I should say, being the OG in that one. But the OG in the MCU being... Aaron Taylor Johnson. Very excited to see him return. I think he's going to do great as a Craven. Um, I'm, I'm excited, excited too. I mean, I think he's a. I think he's awesome. He's going to bulk up ten times harder. You know that, right? Because the Craven's huge. Yeah, he is. And I think it, it was disappointing to only get him for like you know seven eighths of a movie. Yeah. Um, especially well, he had so much potential. Yeah. I mean, the twins in general had so much potential. And then a part of it's bittersweet watching Wanda come into herself and her brother. I mean, what would he have been like? What would he have been able to do. Well, she wouldn't have lost her mind so many times. Well, but apparently that was supposed to happen. <laughs> Poor Wanda. <laughs> like, imagine having a TVA agent look you in the face and say, everything that was happening to you and has happened to you was supposed to happen. When you created those children out of your head and then had to kill them, that was supposed to happen. But yet they still exist. I just... The problem is, is I think this show is creating so many more questions, and I really hope it answers a lot of them in the next four episodes, but I'm so scared, because one thing I've noticed Marvel's starting to do is they create questions they can't answer, which they have not done up until probably around Endgame. They were very consistent... And maybe this is because they're delving in a lot more to the whole space and the whole, like, out of It could just be, though, Earth. if you think about it, like, Endgame was both an end and a beginning, right? So we saw phases one through three close. Um, so we got all our answers for every question, I would say, for one through three. But yes, I it did pose... I would give yeah. us 90%. But it did pose new questions then for phase four. And I think it's too early to say, oh, well, they're not answering any questions. Well, I don't mean just that. I just mean even with, like, WandaVision and, I like, I think it's hard because I say this in the way of, like, they are creating questions and they're kind of just leaving them there, but then they're doing that whole little, I'm happily wrapping up the show. <laughs> and right, but it's supposed to, like, not every movie, like, every movie has wrapped, but it's still left question so i don't think you know i think if they do that in a show it's fine because they're going to be answered by other movies other properties which is what i uh, but my uh, the only my only concern is because wandavision okay it was like a trip with for your mind you were all over the place on wandavision right well great that was the point i loved it literally no complaints about wandavision none loved it i just think um with her creating the hex and the possibilities of the hex and we see you know, that there could be possible additional impact. I mean, that was a lot of power that girl had going there. You know, what was, like, you want me to just think she, like, let the walls down and everything went back to normal? Like, I don't know. That just seemed off to me. And now with Loki, they're creating so many questions with the timelines, with the multiverses, and we're so close. You know, come December, I expect absolute mayhem. Mm -hmm. So I just am like, I really hope 
We're not creating all this, I don't want to say, like, epilogue. That's not the word I'm looking for at all. And I can't think of the word. Closure? No. I, I guess narrative, to be honest. I, ho- I just hope we're not creating all this narrative. I mean, even with them trying to explain the whole time thing right now. I'm like, be careful, because their issue is right now, they're trying so desperately to explain time that it's getting, like, okay, but... Is this going to fit with what you hope to do in the future? I would just think that it would have to. I mean, Kevin's been really good about consistency so far, and, like, he has a plan. Right, you would say you would have to, but look at Gamora and Endgame and how we're trying to explain time, you know? But, I mean, yeah, but you don't know that that's not going to be addressed in her own franchise. So I think it's too early to... Is she coming back in? I mean, they're not going to tell us that she's doing that. That would be a major spoiler. So, you know, that's entirely... But it's possible... So, I think it's too early to judge them because no, I, her I, own I th- franchise is probably going to pick up her story. No, like, do you really think that Peter Quill's going to leave her alone? But that's not, that's not the issue. I'm just saying, if we go back to her original issue, that she's not in her correct time. And Right, but that could be resolved in her own movie. Maybe yeah. we're just not seeing it. I don't know. This whole time <laughs> variance thing seems weird to me, and I just am hoping that we don't create... A lot of issues, like a lot, a lot of future issues, knowing that the time variance is there, if that makes sense. Yeah, you know, knowing that there's someone with the whole because this is great for right now, but even you've said, hey, they're gonna do this in the future. Like the time variance authority is gonna be around. Okay, what does that mean? What are we expecting from that? Because like I just don't want to see. It'd be like, oh, well, the TVA can... Because they're so powerful. It's like, spoiler alert, Loki takes them over and lets everyone do whatever they want. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> That'd be so funny. No, and I, I just... I don't know. I'm excited to see what happens. I'm just... I'm getting stressed out. And I think it's because I'm so confused. And at least with, like, WandaVision, there were... By watching episode one and two, it was like, okay, there's, like, eight episodes left. You know, and knowing there's only four and knowing that, you know, as of so far, they've spent a lot of the time explaining things to me. And I'm like, okay, what's the next step? True, but I think that <clears throat> if we're going to compare it to shows, I think that... Um, oh, I'm not comparing... I'm just saying with one division, I, just I knew I had that... more time to see where it was going to wrap around. And I'm just... Cons- like, I'm not concerned. I don't want to use concern. I just... I'm anxious to see how they're going to be doing it because so far we're now a third of our way into this and I'm like, okay. But I think that Falcon and Winter Soldier was like that too. Like, the first two episodes were setting up... Well, right, but that was not as big of a concept. Right. That's my only thing. But that's why I don't mind that they're taking two episodes to to set it up because now we have more context, we have more background, so then when they get to the action, we don't have to wonder and be like, wait, how is this happening? Because now we can get in the context. Oh, I'm still going to sit there and be like, how is this happening? Because I have no clue... I thought I understood time travel, and then they started I've throwing I've never made the, the mistake word. of thinking I understood time travel. Well, I thought I had a slight grasp on it, and then they started throwing the word nexus around. <laughs> I was like, okay, never mind. Um, but I, I am really intrigued by Lady Loki, because she doesn't seem to think like Loki. She definitely She uses seems, his tricks, though. <clears throat> she definitely seems more evolved, and I think... To your point of she uses his tricks, I think she almost ironically uses them. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah. Especially considering she's been using mainly most of them against him. I think she wants, she like likes the fact that he thinks he's got her all figured well, out. Yeah, because he knows what her tricks are, and yet he still leads the team into a trap. 
Yeah. He, he And thinks... I don't think that leaving that candy for that kid, that wasn't a mistake. That wasn't... There's a whole, like, comic book reference, too, that has to do with, like, a whole Lady Loki and a kid, and it's weird. There also, it also has, I think it's the same storyline that has to do something with Mephisto, so let's just not even talk about it. I just it. mean, I just mean leaving that candy as a clue. Like, I don't think that was a mistake. She wants to be found. She, she wanted yeah. things to happen how yeah. it's been happening. Well, that's what she I mean. She wanted them to be there when her moment of triumph happened. Well, and think about it. That's like literally why she left that doorway open for Loki. Mm-hmm. It closed a second after he, would it have stayed open? Probably, until someone else went through it, but she left it open knowing he would follow her. Exactly. He cannot be bet. Best, bested by himself. Same as she won't allow. That is something they have in common. She will not allow herself to be bested. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They, they, they do have common things, but she definitely. Whether our Loki wants to argue it, she is definitely up on him. Yeah, it makes me think she's been a variant for a long, well, long time. They said she has been. The thing is, is she to and now I know I think we talked about this a little last episode. How long? Because we had talked about. Okay, well, she's going throughout time. She's been doing all this. Think about this. They said within the last week, she's attacked, like, six of our teams. That was from last episode. If she takes one of those time redoer thingies, those little pods, I don't... (laughs) Listen, I tried. (laughs) She had at least, like, 30 of them. Yeah. So she has been doing this. If she kept up with six at a time for at least five weeks, but time moves differently in TVA, which is why I also think it's a little weird that they said six within one week because they said time moves differently. Well, their version of a week, but it doesn't necessarily mean that their week equals so one even week longer. in the timeline. You, yeah. you could think even longer then. It could be like Loki. this Loki's entire lifetime. Exactly. So she has been building up to this. And I think that's really, that's like a really interesting factor. When you think about it, it's like, she clearly has come into herself. She knows her, like, she knows how to use the technology, the TVA technology against them. Which is part of why I wonder a theory that I kind of had last week. What if they had captured her initially as a variant and they didn't kill her right away or something? Because she initially had to, what made her know about the TVA? You know what I mean? Well, I'm sure they've been trying to capture her. Well, yeah, but what did she do? Just start randomly taking those things and hoping she could figure out. You know what I mean? She knows that technology, and I think that's more... Think about this. Loki watched those videos, studied all that stuff, and he knows all that information now about all of it. I mean, it's entirely possible that there's more of a history there between the TVA and Lady Loki. I think there has to be. Um, It wouldn't be the first time that a larger organization is using a hero in order to cover up their own mistakes doing something shady. And they don't mention their part in it. Oh, yeah, Yeah. let's just conveniently forget that time that we actually kind of enabled her and, like, made her the way she is. Well, that's what I mean, and that's why I think, you know... I don't, I'm not saying Mobius because I, I love him. Um, <laughs> I believe he's the purest soul alive. Yeah, um, but I do think that the TV I doesn't sit right. And I'm sorry, but that, the I don't know who, the judge or whatever, I don't know if she's actually been given a full name. She has, she but was. it's long and it starts with an R. Okay, well then, lady's name who starts with an R. She seems so sketchy to me. I was just going to say the same thing. She is so, so sketchy. buttoned up and so... Not even just that, the fact well, that she so talks like, to the... That she's the one who's in with the, like, the timekeepers. And then she, what did she say? Oh, 
about how the timekeepers are watching this very carefully and they're really hands-on with this one. And it's like, I wonder why, because clearly something... She, Lady Loki knows too much to have just randomly stumbled on the TVA. Yeah. You know, something happened there. She knows about the timekeepers to begin with. Like, you could suck me into the TVA and I would never have questioned about timekeepers unless you told me about that. She them. knows the Minutemen and their technology. She knows how to lure them in. She knows what kind of variant to create in order to get them to yeah. come to her. So everything our Loki has figured out so far, she has figured out way before. Yeah. So that always, that leads me to think that they definitely had her. There's in a the history. TV. Yeah, there. there's a history and and something, and that's why she's going after the timekeepers. Something is. They did something. I and I wonder if it's to what's whatever story they gave her. You know, whatever her. A whole story is supposed to be, you know, and... Well, she's Loki, so I don't know that it's that, but I do think... But think the story they gave her is not that hers. It's Loki's. I don't understand what It doesn't saying. mean... it. She is not the main character in her own story. I'm using quotations. In her own story. Right. So they can... She If she goes after them, she can change that. Make her the main Loki. Oh, That's my point. She's not happy with the story they gave her because her story technically is not hers. Well, it doesn't exist. It, like, it is, but it's our Lokis. Right. Right. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> so, I don't know. She's very intriguing to me. Cool. So, I felt a couple of things to watch out for in the episodes. <laughs> A back history, backstory between Lady Loki and the Timekeepers. And I think she's going to be the one to tell it to us. Oh, for sure. Because... There's no way the TVA is going to air their own Not even laundry. that, though. He's with her now. Yeah. She's going to suck him into her entire background, understand everything. He's going to go through an entire, oh my gosh, now what do I do with my life kind of moment. Oh my god, the, the government-like entity that I've been trying to undermine this whole time... Technically undermines me. They <laughs> The trickster god? Yeah. Yeah. He'll take it very offensively. Oh, of course. And now I would have to watch the trailer again, but I would like to go through and see how many more interactions we see in the trailer with him and Mobius that we haven't seen already. Yeah, a lot of them have been played out. To be fair, though, what they did with Falcon and the Winter Soldier, a lot of the clips that they showed were from the first two episodes. Same with WandaVision. A lot of the clips they showed led up until, I believe, the fifth episode. We saw nothing of the sixth. Because I remember the very last scene that I... And I remember pointing this out to you when we were watching it. They were throwing the shield around at Sam's house. And I I even said, I said, I thought this was the ending. And there was a whole episode left. The majority were from the first couple episodes. Same thing with WandaVision. But my point is We would see them in different time periods, but we never saw them in modern day. So... Just because you only see so many interactions, it's entirely possible that the rest of their interactions are actually really important to the crux of the story well, and yeah. can't actually be shown without giving away some major spoilers. But either way, I mean, even if we do just for now take out the fact that a lot of them came from the first two episodes, it makes you think how much are we going to see the TVA with Loki being on the same, for sure, on the same side without any possible tiffs happening yeah like a lot of the the scenes that i can think of are just loki in a lot of different time areas and a lot of different places yeah so i'm intrigued i'm excited because we're finally getting to to the meat yeah 
let's quickly do a little Easter egg watch here, because there were a couple that <clears throat> we missed last week. We will admit to it. <laughs> yeah. Um, the biggie being... Peggy. <laughs> our little friend Peggy Carter. Peggy Carter Rogers. Did I just say that? Oh my god, get out. <laughs> Leave. I did it I just to make you angry. I don't even want you this here anymore. This is the reaction I wanted. I don't even want you here. Oh god. Ew, that doesn't even sound good. Peggy Rod. Ew! I said Peggy Carter Rogers. There's no way that woman is getting rid of her. I'm sure she doesn't even take his name. Anyway... <laughs> Margaret Carter in the background of one of the scenes when Loki's kind of roaming around the TVA. <laughs> we did miss that. Full disclosure, we come upstairs and we pretty much record this five to ten minutes after we've watched the episode for the first time. So, you know, there are some things we miss and then we check out some sites and some videos later on and then we're like, oh crap, we missed that. And just to let y'all know, while we do that, and it's not great because we do miss it in the podcast, we do try to wrap it up a little bit more in the blog, so make sure to check that out because I always post the podcast and then I talk about some of the things we did miss, including for last episode, that Peggy was just wandering around in the back of a scene that neither of us catched or caught. Oh my gosh. Ooh, English. <laughs> to be fair, I have done a lot of work today <laughs> and my brain dead gone and loki killing it right now (laughs) but anyway we say all that to say that there are some easter eggs that we did spend some extra brain power looking for today um so we just want to kind of run through those real quick for those of you who may just casually watch like we kind of did last week (laughs) um first being a pen from franklin d roosevelt high school um, so I did a little digging right before well, we got on this podcast. Hold on. Let's let's just clarify. This came in on the scene where Mobius is talking to the like Judge R Judge Lady. Judge R. Yeah. <laughs> um and <clears throat> it's the pen that she hands him to sign the form with. To go out on some field mission. Well the one where <laughs> they run into Lady Loki. That's not the some big field <laughs> mission. The one that's, that's kind of the climax of the episode. <laughs> that, but according to Taylor, just some big that's or some, some field, field mission. <laughs> so anyway, Jeez. now that I mean that blunder, um, she hands him a, a pen that says um, Franklin D. Roosevelt High School. I did some digging. I found some articles. So apparently, there is no Franklin D. Roosevelt High School in the MCU. But some other people did some digging. Franklin D. Roosevelt's high school is in Brooklyn. There is one notable character from Brooklyn that the article that I read mentioned, which was Molecule Man, who um, has some radioactive, like, powers with molecules and things of the like. It was very science-y, and so I kind of skimmed it. New York, again. (laughs) (laughs) But all you really need to know is that he has some run-ins with the Fantastic Four, who, of course, are slated to come at some point or another. So this could be a fun little call-out to the first family of comics who may be coming to us sooner rather than later. Do you remember during WandaVision, and we were like, this is it, this is the Fantastic Four, (laughs) like seven times? I still believe that the people who bought um, Stark Stark Tower... In the first Spider-Man Homecoming, um, that is going to be the Baxter building. Is that our Oscorp? Both would be interesting. Both would be good. Um, but I think they'll do they'll do the Baxter building only because with the possibility and the likelihood of the Sinister Six coming in um, to 
to theaters this this December. <laughs> Coming to a theater near you this December. Holiday um, season. But because of that, I don't know if they are going to go the Oscorp. Also, considering we've seen it in the other two Spideys, yeah. um, and now it's time, like, we could really bring in the Fantastic Four. That would be a big opening. Now that's, like, legal. <laughs> yeah. So... Um, but anyway, so that was the pen, in case you guys were wondering why there was a close-up on that pen. Um, and then the other one, so, was it Roxcart was the, um, supermarket in which Lady Loki does her, her grand, um, her grand scheme comes to fruition. blowing thingy. Um, so this was something that caught my eye, because I, uh, really enjoyed watching Cloak and Dagger, which, um, unfortunately was canceled, it was on Freeform, it was on Hulu, may or may not be, um, still on Hulu, uh, not part of the MCU canonically, but for those of you who just like watching superhero shows, highly recommend it, I was a big, big fan, um, but in that show, Rocks Corp is um, a major part of the show. I believe it's been a couple of years since I've watched it, but I believe they were um, kind of responsible for Cloak and Dagger getting their powers. So um, definitely a, a big part of the um, of Marvel Comics. They have been featured in the MCU in little cameo spots here and there. Um, I don't trust anything with a corp. Well, yeah, that's, that's the whole point. Um, <laughs> But someone, you know, was pointing out, and I kind of picked up on this too, that spelling Rocks Cart, R-O-X-X, Cart, um, spelled the same way as Rocks Corp, R-O-X-X, Corp, is either a call-out or potentially a subsidiary of the very famous Rocks Corp, so that could be something else. Uh, could just be a call-out, could be that, you know, the actual corporation's coming in um, <laughs> in a bigger way, which would be super fun. Um because I, I personally love Cloak and Dagger, so well, if they brought that in, I'd be really happy. And I especially think it'd be really, really interesting because they were in the future at that point. They were, well, for, for like where the MCU Yeah, where, from where the MCU years. is right now, 25 years. Yeah. Um. So I think that, that would be interesting. I mean, are we going to be here in 25 years doing this? I hope well. so. <laughs> and I hope there's a lot of you listening by then. <laughs> yeah, like we actually... <laughs> And maybe you guys will understand when I'm trying to do my hand visuals, you'll know what I'm talking about. Um, but, yeah, no, I don't know. I, I think it's so hard because we look so closely for the Easter eggs, but it's like, what the heck do they mean? Because sometimes they're just there. But, like, even, like, Peggy last week, is this supposed to mean more? I or would think so. Or was it so. just a fun, hey? But think about this. Where's they were, Peggy? They were, like, arresting her. And usually if that, that means that she was a variant, which means she should be getting zip-zapped. Like, well, they, they book them first, then they judge them, then they zip-zap. Yeah, but they're they're usually guilty. That's the whole point of that. I know. Oh, I know. So, that's why I'm kind of like, um... Heck, maybe that's the Peggy that married Steve. Zip-zap. That would make my day. <laughs> yeah, I like Peggy, love you, but not that version of you. Um, what if they just zip-zap Steve and her? I mean, like, I know but that's they'd... the only Steve around. That would be low-key funny as all heck. Well. Um, like, it, no. like, it wouldn't be, but, like, it would be... <laughs> No. Um, honestly, I'd be okay with the ending if they said it. They were just like, yeah, they got zip-zapped and they're done. And I'm just like, okay, thanks. That's all I needed. You're a cruel and terrible Listen, person. I've been living with a terrible life form for the past like, two. <laughs> I don't You're know. so dramatic. Dude, it's... Mm, mm, I just... I, I stand by the fact of like... 
I just, no. No, I don't know. I'm pretty excited. I'm more most excited now for next week's episode. I really want to see Loki in the horns, so I'm Oh, I'm we ready. do know that comes. So. Yeah, I'm really ready for horned Loki, Miss which we haven't seen since the Ragnarok. first Avengers. Ragnarok. When was he horned Ragnarok, Ragnarok, and I said it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> because I was trying to talk over you. Um, he, has, he does the whole horn flip and everything. He wears it in the battle. They literally showed it to him in, or he watched it, I should say, in the first episode. He was horned? Clearly something you were not paying attention to either. Because that one was obvious. That wasn't even an Easter egg. That was just along with plot. He literally has his helmet on. And then he takes it off. There's a slow-mo where he, like, flips it and hits people with it, cuts people with it. It's been a long time since I've watched Ragnarok. Ragnarok is one of two of my comfort movies. So I... But even, it was showing. Okay, I get that. (laughs) I get it. I think I was really focusing on his relationship with Thor and the beautiful moment he had just seen when they did get help. So, my head was still on get help, but my eyes were watching the horns, and they really just didn't marry the two together. Clearly. It didn't just register. It just didn't register. Well, now, let's negate the point you just (laughs) tried to make. Either way, it's been too long since Loki's been horned. That's all I want to say. Sure. I just like I just like the comic book. It's been too long since Loki's been alive, so I mean I'm happy for what we get. I just really like I like the comic book look. I yeah, like when he well, does he, it. Yeah, and I think he's been fairly accurate in a lot of his, so I'm pretty cool with that. Yeah, and I'm just excited to see it again. That's yeah. all. I'm, all I'm saying. I know yeah. it comes, so I'm looking forward to that shot. And also just a little bit more. He's so um. I don't know. He feels muted, like he's not the exuberant Loki we're used to, which, to be fair, he's Maybe seen Maybe that's what it is for me. Um, but I'm looking forward to him kind of getting his mojo back. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think a lot of that has to do with the characters he was always with. I think he was, a, like, I mean, him with Thor, I think, is a great, like, they just play off each other. I mean, they're obviously brothers, so that's the whole point. Um... So I think maybe that's part of it, too. It's just weird not seeing him with the person he does the banter with, the person yeah. he literally I think we screws see over 9,000 times <laughs> within their life. I think we see life. him come alive more when he's with Mobius. Yeah. Which I really, that's why I think I really enjoy those scenes together, because I think he has a similar banter-like relationship with Mobius that he did with Thor, or yeah. that he did with, honestly, Mark well, Ruffalo <laughs> in Ragnarok. Well, but honestly, I think maybe the other part that's hard right now is we're so used to him being, like, quote-unquote, the villain, but he's, like, you love him so much even though he just screws people over, mm-hmm. but now he's kind of starting to be, like, somewhat good, and it's just weird. It's not what you're used to from Loki. Like, and I think that's why Because I we... think we didn't get a lot of it in Ragnarok. Like, it yeah. happens at the very tail end, and you're like, yes, Loki, he's rehabilitated, but I think... and then he literally gets his neck snapped. Well, and honestly, though, I think part of that comes from we see his entire character arc from 2012 to the 20... Are we in 2020? No, we're in 2018 at that point. Yeah. So we see a six-year character arc, and right now we're not. We're, we're almost having that happen within a few episodes. Yeah, it's very jarring. So, yeah, I think that's throwing it off because we see where he comes and where he goes versus now it's like mature and become a better version of yourself now. Yeah, because he had two movies to do that before. Yeah, and Which I is mean... Which the equivalent to about four episodes. Yeah. Essentially. And then with Infinity War being his the climax of it and everything. Yeah. So, yeah. But, I mean, I'm excited. I hope you guys are all excited. I've hoped 
that you've liked it so far because I mean it's Loki. What's <laughs> not to like? Like I mean, even if it's so far been a little slower, I'm excited. I hope you guys are excited because it's it's gonna happen. Next episode is really gonna break things open even more. Yeah. All right, guys. That is all we've got for today. Um, so just keep remembering to look out for new episodes. Uh, like, subscribe, comment. Um, because it really does help others find the show. Um, and also check out the blog, which is linked in the show description below. And also make sure you guys are checking out the Twitter. We love to interact with you guys. Uh, love to look at all the memes that people make of the episodes. I do try to do uh, start retweeting things by Wednesday night, Thursday, because I do want to give people time to watch the show before anything you know, gets retweeted. But keep up with us on there. I also talk about when new episodes are posted and blog posts go up. So it is Let's Talk MFT. And so make sure you look at it then. Also keep up with the Loki episodes so that you can keep up with the podcast because Marvel just blew your mind. So let's talk about it.